This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Jeff Mix. I'm Head of Content and Research with Executive Platforms, and you're listening to the EP Thought Leader Series Blueprint Podcast. Uh, my guest today is Matt Balzola. He's the Vice President, Go-To-Market with Breakthrough. Uh, he's been with Breakthrough five years. He's an expert in all things to do with fuel, and uh, he's joining me here at the North American Supply Chain Executive Summit to talk about IMO 2020 and a few other things. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, Jeff, thanks for having me. I, uh, I kind of snickered at the expert because uh, I get to look really good from a team of real experts behind the scenes at Breakthrough. So thank you for the introduction. You hosted a Lunch and Learn roundtable discussion at uh, this event. What was the topic of your, of your table? Why did you pick it? We hosted a roundtable event here at the um, North American Supply Chain Executive Summit focused on IMO 2020, which is really honing in on the upcoming regulations that the maritime industry will be focusing on starting in January of 2020. Really the basis of IMO and the new regulations set forth is that all maritime shipping needs to adhere to a different fuel type that has lower emissions, lower carbon footprint. Why this matters to so many shippers and carriers alike in the marketplace is that this new fuel type is much more volatile in price than the current um, fuels that are available. And second, it is going to come at quite a price premium, um, is well covered uh, throughout the industry and through many publications. And so we feel it's very important to educate um, all parties so that they're fully ready to handle the upcoming changes that are, that are on the horizon. When you uh, picked this topic, who were you hoping would sign up for the lunch? So when we picked this topic for the roundtable lunch discussion, we were really focusing on trying to get as many um, shippers in the marketplace as possible. So when I say shippers, I mean companies that manufacture, produce, uh, retailers, people that are ultimately responsible for paying the bill for their, their shipping and getting their goods to market. Did you get the turnout you were expecting? The turnout was absolutely perfect from what we were expecting. In fact, I was really excited to see a full table um, of really engaged um, you know, thought leaders that were there to learn. I think it was also a little um, surprising, but actually really validated why we did the, the roundtable luncheon, is about 10 minutes into the lunch, most of the table looked at me and said, yeah, this is great. We did not know most of this information, so please keep Keep going, tell us more. So that, that really made me uh, happy. Why do you think so few of the shippers have this on their radar right now? Why do you think there's still so much to learn? So I think what's interesting is, you know, at this conference, uh, it really does bring in some very senior level leaders within organizations. And in many cases, when you're at the senior level thinking about much higher strategies for your business, oftentimes some of those underlying challenges that teams deal with aren't necessarily always brought up to the top. Um, and so while I don't think that's a huge miss, I do think it's um, interesting that so many uh, senior leaders um, are still kind of grappling with this idea that there is going to be this uh, sea change, if you will, um, within the industry. And, and I think what becomes more evident over time and what I think we'll take away from the luncheon is certainly um, those senior executives are going to have a lot to work with their teams on and, and find out a lot more moving forward. To what do you attribute the growing trend by shippers to manage their transportation fuel spend? So I think 
what's been great in this marketplace today is a lot more shippers have taken on the idea of the importance of managing their, their fuel spends. And IMO 2020 is a great example where in many cases, uh, shippers are starting to realize that when 20 to 30% of your cost is focused on transportation fuel, transportation energy, it's probably a line item that needs a little bit more uh, concentration, if you will, because there's really no other line item within a business that makes up 20 to 30% that you would just kind of push to the industry to have it manage it for you. And so I think shippers have really um, taken a hold of this idea, whether it's IMO 2020, whether it's domestic fuel, whether it's deregulation of fuel in Mexico, I think there's just been this growing trend that uh, along with the sustainability uh, goals that so many organizations have, that it's just really a necessity and kind of commonplace now when you think about the data that's available. How does your organization see the landscape for alternative energies in transportation? You know, with the growing trend by so many companies to focus on sustainability, alternative energy is one of the number one things that companies start to look for. And, and there's really no shortage of information regarding, you know, electric vehicles and electric um, robotics in warehousing. So I think more and more companies are really starting to look into what are the benefits, what are my true alternatives when it comes to um, getting energy to either get my products to market, get my products moved in the warehouse. Um, because realistically, there are so many options out there um, that many shippers, while they might not realize the full benefit right away, certainly start to take notice when they see the differences in costs and the new ease of, of getting those products actually in their supply chain. Let's talk about IMO 2020. What is it? When does it come online? So IMO 2020 um, it, it was a policy designed by the International Maritime Organization, which was focused on reducing the overall emissions that are in maritime shipping. And so as of January 1st, 2020, all uh, ocean-going vessels and steamship lines will need to use a lower sulfur fuel in order to, to power their vessels. The challenge with that is that lower sulfur fuel comes at a much higher price point than today's standards. How will the upcoming IMO 2020 requirements affect shippers? So the upcoming IMO 2020 regulations will have a massive impact on the actual cost for shippers to move their goods in the marketplace. And this is really honing in on the fuel reimbursement that they are required, or, or at least commonly accepted, to pay their service providers, their carriers, their ocean providers. And so that new price point that they'll have to use with this fuel comes at a much higher premium than what they're using today. And whenever you start to increase cost within your supply chain, it's probably time to start looking into what are different ways I can curb those impacts or what are some different choices I have to um, bring alternatives to the table. What is some of the advice that you're giving to your clients? So the advice that we recommend highly to our clients is first and foremost, have conversations with your service providers. You know, they will be the ones most impacted by the change in regulations um, with IMO 2020. And so it's really critical that shippers understand how will those impacts affect their providers? What are some of the alternatives that their providers are bringing to the table? And then ultimately, how do those benefits um, support both the ocean carrier and the, the company responsible for paying for that service as well? What is the timeline to put 
a new strategy in place? I mean, if IMO 2020 comes online in the coming year, should they be already well into what they're planning to do about it? Or, or where are they in their timeline of dealing with this new regulation? So with only a handful of months left in 2019, you know, time is running a little short for companies to come up with really well thought out plans with how they're going to address this. I mean, after all, these regulations do start in January of 2020. And so while we've seen a real influx of new clients earlier this year as part of their last uh, ocean freight tender, there is still absolutely the time for companies um, to put in place plans to help them address what's about to happen in January and then ultimately how will that affect their budgets for next year. If there's one key thing you want people to be thinking about when they, when they talk about you know, this IMO 2020 is coming and even just the broader issue of thinking about how they are fueling their transportation, what should they be thinking about? What's the key takeaway you want them to think about? So transportation energy fuel makes up roughly 20 to 30% of the cost to move goods in the marketplace. So for companies that are trying to get their product to their customers, it's pretty important to have an understanding of what are the underlying factors that truly impact that 20 to 30% cost. And so there are a multitude of different options for companies to think about, whether it's alternative energy, alternatives to how they think about the fuel they use today. Um, there is really um, an untapped market for many companies to think about what are different ways that we can improve on a line item that really at the end of the day uh, is going to be about as volatile as any other cost in their supply chain. For people who have been watching this video who want to learn more, what are some of the resources? How can they get in touch with you? you know, what's the best way to expand their knowledge in this space? So the best way to get more information on upcoming regulatory changes or other ways that shippers can implement strategies for their supply chain regarding fuel and energy and technology would be to visit our website at www.breakthroughfuel.com. And certainly we put out a um, plethora of information for people to learn about, whether it's through our blogs or our monthly pulses. But really, there's a great amount of information there, along with contact information to get one of our professionals uh, in touch with you as soon as possible. I've actually looked at that website. It is quite a resource. And for anyone still listening to the podcast at this point, you must be pretty interested in the topic. It sounds like the place to go. You know, Matt, thank you so much for joining me on the, uh, the Blueprint podcast today. Jeff, pleasure. Thanks for having me. And for everyone else, until next time, I've been Jeff Mix of Executive Platforms, and this has been the EP Thought Leader Series Blueprint Podcast. Thanks for listening.